Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to live aboard cruising. We are sitting here in a rainstorm. And so that's what you hear in the background off and on with maybe a gust of wind. What's the weather supposed to be like today, Stefan? Rainy day. (laughs) So rainy day was a good day for making some vegan chili and some chocolate banana bread uh, delivered up. Pancakes. Well, as pancakes because they're quicker to cook. They're kind of like cooking something quickly versus baking it in the stove. And we got inspired to do an episode on staying healthy and, you know, having an overall healthy nutrition on a boat. And that was also inspired by a request from Tatiana, who sent us an email asking us to cover this topic. So we thought we would cover that today. And um, before we jump in and explain sort of why we, I guess, chose to be vegan or a version of vegan um, is just to say we're not trying to convert anybody and you know this is just about what we're, we do and it's really you know personal choice um, but I thought it was good to kind of start with our overall philosophy about how we eat so maybe Stefan you can talk a little bit about why you made the decision to switch to vegan and I can talk about why I decided to follow you there I made the switch after watching a video on uh, from a website called nutritionfacts.org and they're basically publishing a video every day, um, three to five minutes. And once a year, it, they do a one-hour presentation of a summary of all the latest science around nutrition. So I watched one of those and I was just blown away by the science. Uh, many of it was decades old, 30, 40 years ago, that this science had been published and I had never heard about it. So that was... Um, let me let me just jump in and give a little detail on nutritionfacts.org. So it's basically a site that takes a lot of research and discusses what it means. And it's research that is sponsored by all kinds of different places. And it explains who paid for the research who who sponsored the research, because sometimes some of this research is... um, Paid by the dairy industry. Paid by the dairy industry or whatever. (laughs) So they do a good job of explaining kind of what the different sources of facts are and what to interpret from some of these pieces of research. It's a .org, so the person who does the analysis, Dr. Greger... Mm -hmm. it, it, there's no affiliation. It's not like he gets paid or he doesn't ask for anything, and he has. It, he appears not to have any financial motivation. There is so. no ads, yeah. no money taken from on the website or anything, and wrote some books mm-hmm. like How Not to Die and and everything. All the money goes to this foundation. Then I started to watch um, different videos I was interested about, and then started to watch the daily video and mm-hmm. learning a lot about nutrition. And it just so happens this all happened on New Year's Day of whatever years that was. Yeah, so New Year's Eve, we had a party at our house 
and so the fridge was full with all kinds of food all kind of food including yeah desserts and everything and it's it's on new year's day in the morning and woke up in the house everybody was sleeping and i watched this while doing some stretching and after that i opened the fridge and i'm like oh <laughs> what do i do in the back of my head i'm processing all that information and in the fridge, there is all this good stuff from the leftover from the party. But, and basically, there was a process of going one day at a time. And uh, that became a month, two months, three months, realizing their substitutes. And yeah, it's, it's... But you went cold turkey. Like, there was no phasing in. And what was interesting at the time is, you know, obviously, we were all living together. And we had we had all our kids together for a week and then they would go to their other parents for whatever the schedule was. Mm -hmm. 50-50. Yeah, and so I was still trying to cook, you know, the meat and potatoes kind of diet for my kids because that's what they were sort of used to. And granted, like, I've no one's ever married me for my ability to cook, so it's not like I was a great... I had, like, some basic dishes or whatever. I like you cooking. Um, but still, you know, they, they were sort of had an expectation that you have meat every night, you have this every night, you have that every night. Um, my philosophy then and still now has always been it shouldn't take longer to cook it than to eat it. And so I, I consider myself a pretty decent shorter cook, but I never did these big sauces or braises or like these long drawn out things anyway. I think the longest meal I would ever cook would be the turkey on Thanksgiving or whatever. Um, but anyway, so my kids were still having kind of an expectation that there would be meat. At, at the meal, you know, mm-hmm. chicken, turkey, whatever, fish. And um, your kids were sort of bought into... Well, the... after I watched this, uh, my kids were still young. and But I, I, I thought I needed to. It was during the Christmas break, so yeah. there was time. And I, and I felt it was important they were for open-minded. me yeah. well, to share the information. Right. And uh, so we, I made them watch this one-hour um, summary of the latest science. I had to pause a lot to explain things. And after that, we watched a documentary called Forks Over Knives, which was much easier to digest for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter responded more to the animal cruelty. And then she wanted to make a change to be at least vegetarian. And my son re- uh, reacted more to the to the science. And then they went back and forth yeah. between being vegetarian and plant-based or vegan. And uh, and eventually, and we had to like explain to them plant based doesn't mean all you eat is like potato chips. <laughs> you know, like yeah, well, <laughs> technically, no, meaning yeah, yeah, vegan. Yeah. yeah. So again, the idea is not to remove those animal based products, but the idea is right. to really introduce and focus on the plant based, right. you know, type products. So so it's a it's a process. At first, it's a big change, mm-hmm. and I would say every year it's probably easier and easier when you go to the supermarket to find um, a substitute if you're used to like you know certain type of food. You'll you'll especially now in what's popular or getting more and more popular yeah. if and if you like meat then you can find like beyond burger right. or the impossible burger so you find these now in stores and sausages that are vegan so, so before we step into that like let, let just the final kind of story around how we got here um so i started to not cook a second meal because i 
it was like ridiculous. We would cook two meals when all of our kids were together. And I just was like, okay, if you're with us, you're going to eat plant-based and that's that. So that was all fine. So we were, we were mostly plant, all plant-based at home, except for, you know, some things here and there. And sometimes my kids would go out and buy whatever they wanted and like ribs and like bring them home or whatever. And they were driving and they're older and everything. Um, so I was along with, with you on this ride because I didn't want to cook too different types of meals. I didn't want to buy two different types of diets. And so I just was like, okay, sure. If you do it, I'll do it. So then what happened is about nine months later, I went out to uh, lunch with some girlfriends and there's this place called Sideboard in Danville that we, that is awesome. It's like a, like home cooked meals kind of a thing. And they, they do pulled pork enchiladas and they're delicious. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to have some pulled pork enchiladas. And I was sick for four days after that. And what I guess after the fact you realize, or I figured out, is the bacteria leaves your body. Your gut bacteria changes. It changes so that the bacteria that would normally um, digest meat Mm -hmm. left. And so they left the building and I paid for it for four days. So after that, I was like, okay, looks like I'm, I'm, I'm off meat. And honestly, it wasn't that hard to give up, really. I mean, I look back and... I was like, oh, yeah, that, that wasn't that too bad at the time. It seems like it's a lot to give up if you're a foodie and you really like that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I didn't think it was too bad. There are some things I kept in my diet. I kept Greek, Greek yogurt. Uh, I have a lactose intolerance generally, but goat products I can eat. So I can eat um, Greek yogurt and goat cheese don't bother me. And so, But even switching to almond milk or soy milk or any of those other milks, that was pretty easy, all that. So um, here we are. So we've been doing this for a number of years, eight or nine or 10. I don't even know how many years now. And now we're taking that on the boat. And so it's really fascinating because we already sort of changed our lifestyle and how we eat. So I think we've maybe struggled in certain places like France. (laughs) Do you want to talk about... Our Panchakala struggle. Well, then, <laughs> yeah, there, there's the well, there's the cheating um, with some. I guess, yeah, in France, it's been like having a little pain au chocolat, so it's like chocolate croissant. And um, I forgot in Spain or Italy, we cheated. Well, it's with pizza, couple, so there's couple, cheese. You know, oh, like there's some tiramisu. Yeah, some, tiramisu. You know, so here and there, I mean, we don't go to restaurants very often. But when we go, then it's like, okay, you know, have a little dessert. And sometimes we just share it just to have a little little bite. And well, we do sorbets too, so that's fair. But I guess I guess the thing is with our uh, vegan, and I'll, I'll, I'll call myself a cheating vegan because I do, I am able to eat fish. And so I would eat fish if I went on a business trip or something and that was all fine. You're able to eat fish? What does it mean? <laughs> I, I can digest it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, meaning I can digest it. Not <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, but I think as it was nor- normally, it's not like we went out to restaurants a lot anyway before we got on the boat because it's just too difficult. You know, it's always... I, I think it depends where you live. Yeah, like yeah, that's in, true. In the San Francisco Bay Area, you have a lot of different cuisines, like Thai food and Indian food. Yeah. That is fairly easy to get to get vegan. You can ask them to remove, you know, the fish sauce, sure. the eggs or anything. 
and they usually are happy to do this. They might charge but a little. But my point is, something. all I'm making is the, the we didn't do DoorDash every night. We don't, oh, no, you no, know, we, we don't go out to restaurants yeah. multiple times a week. Like we would go out, maybe we would. I mean, Chipotle was a go-to because they had the sofritas, you know. Yeah. Um, but in general, we ate in more than we ate out. And, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, just depending on what kind of lifestyle you live, if you eat out or, or have things delivered a lot, it's a big change. It's hard yeah. to find. And, and where you live, because yeah. we have options. Uh, when we travel, even within the U.S., there's a big difference if you go to some other states. And in France, in, and I would say Europe in general, they have the extensive menus, and then they have one page for fish, and one page for this type of meat, yeah. and another page for this type of meat, and... You know, like beef and veal and, you know, and, and fish. And, and then you say, do you have anything and vegan? And they go, yeah, yeah, there's a salad with eggs and cheese, you know, and bacon. Yeah, they don't realize, like, <laughs> I don't think, like, in, in Europe in general, I don't think they fully understand vegan. Mm-hmm. They understand kind of more vegetarian. So, yeah, anchovies and eggs and cheese in the salad is like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's vegan. That's it's like, no, vegan. no. Yeah. So, I mean, we we'll always find something to eat. There is no problem. And sometimes we, it's pretty relaxed and we ask, you know, to remove certain things. And in some cases, um, not recently, but I remember we've been to some restaurants and suddenly, like, because we ask, you know, do you have like more vegan slash plant based uh, food, like meals? And in some cases, we have great experiences where they call the chef and and, and the, the chef's chef, like oh so happy to make yeah, something different to do something off the menu. yeah yeah so and and basically we don't know what he's going to do yeah. and, and then he comes back with like a beautiful dish and and that's kind of created and sometimes some the opposite is true you know we went to that one place for crepes um well galettes and because that's your go-to in france you can get a galette with like tomatoes and lettuce and salad and stuff and you asked for something and you wanted to add mushrooms and he's like, oh no, we can't do that. Oh, because it was like a separate mushroom dish and, and I wanted to be added to the galette and, and it's like a buckwheat flour kind of like um, pancake type thing. And it's like a, a meal from like Brittany, but it's available in different places in France. And yeah, no, so that he... He didn't want he didn't. to mix the menu, the taste, or the whatever. Taste. Yeah, like, no, no, you can't have it, that. Which me was more about. I want to eat everything here on the menu that is already like plant based. So I eat together, and yeah. and that's that's good. But that was it was like funny. no, no, no. <laughs> so and in some cases, you know, if there's stuff that comes and you know there is a little bit of cheese, we yeah. don't make a drama. We just like okay, you know, that's just the way it is. The you know, we're not religious fanatic about it. Like we, right. you know, this is something we do for as a way. We try, yeah. <laughs> I try. try. <laughs> no, but I mean, when we go out, to, when we are in situations where we go out, it's not like we get super fussy about it. You know, we do the best we can. Well, you adapt. Right. I mean, this is this is you know, if you're at home and you can get your habits, but when you travel like we're doing right now with our new lifestyle, and if you go out to a restaurant or with friends, then in some cases you feel it's okay to ask, you know, and to to push it a little bit. And mm-hmm. in some cases you're like, you know what? Especially the language can be a barrier, to, mm-hmm. and so you're like, well, I don't quite know if there is cheese in there, but right. you know, if there is a little bit of cheese, I mean, I, I won't make, I won't eat meat or fish or anything but okay if there is a, like a, a sauce and or, with yeah. some you know I'm like okay that's yeah, fine you know exactly. it's not uh, it's not something that right. is uh, going to make a difference and we'll talk about what we cook on the boat but um, just a little bit more about eating out I think that 
Let's take Italy. France was a whole thing around desserts, I think, and bread and like bakery products because they're so, they're just so good. So we were kind of loose on that stuff. Well, plus we were going through all the pro- I mean, the boat projects and stuff, and and then you're like, okay, uh, you know what? A, a little chocolate. a little kind of a boost, yeah. Of um, yeah, of like we like desserts, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Italy was. I don't know, I was kind of reflecting on this before we turned the mic on, is Italy, everybody says, oh, the food, the food, you know, and um, it might be a different experience if you're not a meat eater, um, you know, in Italy. So it depends on what kind of experience you want to have. Although, where were we where you were like, oh, we have to go to this deli? What, what? Uh, I was in Trapani, uh, so in um, in Sicily. Yeah. And... Um, it was in TripAdvisor, I think. It was like the number one restaurant in Trapani, and it's a small town. But yeah, uh, it, there were some comments about some How great vegan it was. options. But it was like a deli, so... Well, no, it was an Italian deli. Yeah. And I'm like, Stefan, there's no way there's going to be any food for us in there. There's going to be charcuterie and like ham hocks and, and like all this stuff. But right? they had like all the cheeses and meats and stuff like this. So it looked very much like a deli with nothing that we could eat, but we ended up finding... Yeah, you know, the best eggplant parmesan yeah, I've ever had cheese, in my life. It had yeah. cheese. But you know, and I got like um, you could make a plate with different um, some of the casseroles mm-hmm. they had, and, mm-hmm. and so there was some. Um, it was yeah, it was kind of like a home feel, mm-hmm. like cooking, mm-hmm. and um, so I found some with like potatoes, some with mushrooms, and then it was delicious. Yeah. So the eating out has been, I think, something we've actually probably eaten out more on on the sailboat being on the sailboat the last few months than we normally do at home i would say well yes and no because if you count the days where we're at anchor um it's usually not close to it's kind of like remote yeah those no it is but we've been in marinas too right so oh when we stay like in um in uh, palma yeah we stayed for two weeks and then, and then uh, the France. in France, we yeah. were like in the Marina, so or here in Porto Montenegro. Then we're you're meeting some friends, and you know it's easily accessible to restaurants. We're in the Marina, so in this case, yeah. But in between, when right. we're traveling or when we're at anchor, right, it's all on the boat. Is, there, yeah, yeah, it's all on the boat. So when we before we left France, we did a big provisioning, and uh, I brought on just a ton of tofu and beans and beans and more beans like different just all kinds of different things pasta even sauces fruits and vegetables the idea was that when we were in france there was a website that was looking at that does um, instead of going to your regular supermarket uh, there was this website basically um, sending boxes instead of the unit bulk, box. Right. Yeah, it was bulk thing. And and so I thought, oh, that's... And it was cheaper, obviously, and they will deliver to the boat. So instead of us on our bikes trying to get, you know, pounds and kilos of, like, lentils and beans and whatever... 20 um, pounds of tofu. Yeah, <laughs> to yeah it was easier to, <laughs> yeah. to get it delivered. And why not get, you know, without, oh, we'll be on the boat for, like, four months, so why not... You know, have these available. So whenever we travel, we only get need to get some fresh fruits and vegetables, and mostly like stuff right. like this. 
So unfortunately, this website, and that's something to warn maybe for people who want to do something like this, um, they will deliver, but they will they will need like a week or 10 days. Um, and I, you know, coming from the US, everything is like a day Overnight, or two. yeah. And so once we realized that it was just too late to order yeah. that. So then we ended up And ordering. there were issues with COVID too, about stuff taking longer. I mean, just generally, it wasn't just with the supermarkets, but just generally things weren't always in stock and stuff. Well, I think in this particular case, there was kind of more of a warehouse um, so they were not located in all over France. Right. So they had to, I guess, ship get the stuff. stuff and yeah. So it, it would take, uh, by the time they they get all the food that you order and you deliver it. So they wanted to do like seven to ten days. But with local supermarkets, what we found out, um, they have, they don't, some don't have yet in all the, like the, the towns, the delivery system. But they have people who are basically doing um, delivery service. Delivery yeah. service. So you can still order from the major supermarket, and uh, and then you have somebody um, who will do the delivery to the. Boat. Yeah, I mean the caveat is you know you have to go through and line like item by item. It's like it's like when you charter a boat and provision for it, and you're like, okay, yeah, how many tomatoes do I need? How many bags of oatmeal do I need? And sometimes if there's, I mean the oatmeal is a great example. They didn't have the whole cut oats, so. There was some other version they gave us that is just a little bit more mushier than we normally like. Stuff like this. You're not yeah. gonna get a perfect match, but it's it and, was all pretty good. And that's something we could have done early. Um, yeah. in when we got in France. And but we waited until you know the last week because we thought, hey, you know, <laughs> it'll be done in a day or two. So lesson learned, yeah. you know, Plan take ahead. your time. Maybe uh, you need to use delivery from a couple of different stores. Mm-hmm. But the advantage is we didn't have to carry, you know, big things or right. rent a car just for that. And now we still have, you know, all that food um, stored in, in the boat. I mean, we've eaten quite a bit, but we still have some. And so that yeah. makes it, you know, that was kind of planning to mm-hmm. everything bulky and heavy. If we can store it on the on the boat, you right. know, that would be easier. So, which is something we will need to do and figure out before we leave Montenegro for next season. Mm-hmm. It might be good that we do the same thing. So let's talk about the meals. So do you like my cooking? Yeah, I you, do. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to cook. <laughs> Uh, your meals are good. You just do them very quickly, and and I think uh, that's uh, yeah. It, it looks like restaurant dish to me. Yeah. So, so there's a couple things I'll say um, about vegan cooking because it's, I mean, there's only so many ways you can cook plants, you know, like without it all ending up kind of looking the same. Mm-hmm. The tricks that I use for myself, you can decide if they're tips or not for you, is. Um, Getting different kinds of spices. I think having different spices are important. Uh, definitely in the U.S., I had some go-to like the five Chi- the five Chinese spice uh, mix was really good. There's different kinds of mi- mixes of spices that you can get that you like. Different curry or Indian or different things to have, which I do have on the boat, that can make the exact same ingredients taste like a completely different kind of meal. Mm-hmm. So um, that would be one thing is, you know, if you just do the fruits and vegetables and, you know, the beans and um, other things, you can make a completely different meal just by changing the base and changing the spices. So 
you know, an Asian meal versus an Indian meal versus a, you know, more of a Mexican inspired meal. Um, so that's, that's one thing. I think the other thing that I do is when I cook beans, I cook a lot of them and then make different, ver- like make a base and then make different versions based on whatever that is the next day or the next day. Mm-hmm. So say if it's, um, if it's lentils, you can make a lentil pasta, you can make a lentil dinner, you can just have straight up lentils, for instance. So it goes, it, it can be made into different things. Um, any kinds of beans, whether it's garbanzo beans or lentil beans or kidney beans and black beans, we used to eat like crazy in the U.S. I haven't been able to really find any here too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so those aren't around. So I don't know what happened to the black beans in Europe, but there aren't any. But you can take any version of those beans and you can make them uh, like a mash, like a, I don't know, put them in the blender and put different spices and, and things in them. And that kind of became in our... Wrap. In our in a wrap on a sandwich, Some veggies, yeah, and so that's kind of our quote unquote lunch meat, um, and so that I would always have on hand uh, for passages or just for for lunches basically, and then you can mix up the the bread, um, so that so whether it's a wrap or a roll or slices of bread or you know just even put it, you could even I guess you can put it on anything, put it on a piece of lettuce if you want different things you can do with that kind of stuff so thinking about kind of what your base bean is then you can make it a different meal for a number of days and so that's how kind of i stick to my shouldn't take longer to cook it than to eat it motto because i kind of have these things ready to go um there's other kind of go-to recipes that i love so i feel pretty good about my vegan pancakes Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and they're great on the boat because you can make them quickly and they double as little cakes. So they feel kind of like not a pancake, like a breakfast pancake, but something you like, you have a sweet tooth. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And on the passage yeah. and stuff, it's just to have that to, to snack just, on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's made out of buckwheat flour, flaxseed. Uh, I usually use bananas, uh, but there's no eggs. There's... There's nothing else in. I had in some chia seeds with some soy milk to kind of mix it up, and um, those are pretty good. So as I'm editing this podcast, I wanted to just interrupt. And first of all, thank you for listening so long to Two Vegans on a Boat. The surest way to lose listeners is probably talking about a vegan diet. So I appreciate you still being here. But also wanted to let you know that I do have the vegan flapjacks and a bunch of other recipes on our blog, which you can find at sailingowen.com. And I have committed myself to posting more of those over time as well. So Go ahead and visit that and uh, check back often. So, and then other things I, I've tried at home that I haven't yet tried here, you know, things like uh, shredding up um, shredding up different vegetables and making more like uh, frittatas. And um, I, I'm excited to try that here. And then we have a plancha too. So it's been good for different kinds of, um, I don't know if stir fry is the right word, but roasted vegetables and things so i have potatoes and i just put potatoes on that or i have a roast what what would you it's a it's a crepe pan is what it is but Mm -hmm. it's an electrical skillet it's electric skillet basically and i cook like tons of stuff on that i use that once or twice a day Mm -hmm. too so um 
you know, and then different salads on the side. So you like the carrots with the um, purple cabbage with some lime juice. And that's kind of a little side salad, but it can also go in a sandwich and be inside a sandwich. So those kinds of things. Yeah, I think what's what's has, what's he's what has been easy at home is getting lots of leafy greens. Right. Um, because you find those big buckets of like pound of like spinach, spinach and yeah. kale, and and so it's easy to put in a shake. It's easy to add to whatever dish. Mm-hmm. You don't find. It, uh, that easily um i mean you f- you find leafy greens here and there but when they have like bags it's just very small bags you're like i eat that in one meal <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> well like you know even yeah even yeah because so, we used to get the costco size spinach well, organic it, spinach and just shove it in the vita mix at home it's not even like costco it's you find it yeah. pretty much everywhere it's like a pound of right. leafy greens and, and i think you know the proportions like it's different mm-hmm. here so so that's harder and uh, to find these, uh, the rest I think we found like along the way different little stores uh, that are like just vegetables and fruits, and they are not like in the U.S. where every fruit and every vegetable seems to be perfect. It looks more like organic, organic. natural. Yeah. Uh, they are kind of yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, totally. Like yeah. that's kind of fun to go shop into those. So so you have those options. Um, but yeah, it's a little, little harder right. because you move around and you have to figure it out. Right. So that's kind of been anything else you want to add on? Yeah. I think, you know, for people who want to, as part of their lifestyle change or maybe living on a boat, some people might say, or oh, we're going to eat better and we're going to work out more and stuff like this. I would say moving from your regular life to cruising life is a big lifestyle change. Yeah, you don't want to be changing your diet at the same so, time. <laughs> if you intend to change your diet to use that, you know, that yeah, start change. Today. Yeah, don't wait. And like I switched overnight, but there are different ways of doing it. Um, the idea is you can even, you know, but some people say, okay, one day a week or two days a week, I won't eat meat, for example. Mm-hmm. Or another way to do it, instead of thinking of removing products, think about adding more, you know, right. like salads and you know, vegetables. And, different and, things, yeah. and then if you eat those, or if you snack on certain things that are like healthier, then, you know, you won't be, you will be full. Right. And you will eat less of what maybe you want to eliminate from your diet. So there are different ways of, of going at it. There is right. not one way. But I would say, yeah, don't, don't wait to get and some try habits. It out. Yeah, try yeah. it out. You know, try it for a week and see what happens. I can tell you, and the one thing I do remember in switching is my energy levels didn't go up and down. They just stayed constant. So I, I, I didn't have that thing happen after lunch at like two o'clock, you know, where you kind of go, oh God, I need more coffee or whatever. That quit happening. So try it and see what you think. And, you know, I think you can also just do things on the boat. And, you know, obviously Stefan and I are kind of loose when it comes to desserts or if we're eating out or whatever. And that could be a thing too, is eat really healthy on the boat. And then if you go out, you know, you go out and it's not that big of a deal. I mean, the meat thing does kind of, you know, determine kind of what bacteria exists in your body. So I think that's kind of a commitment or not. Um, But certainly there are other ways to just kind of overall keep most of it healthy and then enjoy other things on the side. Yeah. Another thing that is what happens when you stop eating 
meat and processed food and um, your taste buds change yeah. change and and then you bite in an in a carrot or in an apple and you taste the sweetness you which you were not really tasting before yeah, so, that's it, so it's, true. You know, there are many different things that you will feel well and the other thing is in europe everything tastes better you know that's one thing i've noticed is in the u.s over the years, over the decades, I, I started going, does this even taste like a tomato anymore? Like, I can't tell. It doesn't mm. really taste like anything. And in Europe here, everything has been just so delicious. Uh, the fruits and vegetables have such deeper tastes and, you know, they're, yeah, and, they're amazing. Uh, some friends who live in Sicily were saying that um, the the vegetables and the fruits won't last as long because right. they are more kind of organic, I guess, right. by definition. So when people go to the store, you know, every day, so... They are not as perfect in the U.S., which means uh, yeah. there might be some stuff being done to it. So they, they look great and they, they last a long time versus here. They look more Things like definitely natural. don't last as long on the boat, I, I have noticed. You have to kind of buy... I have to buy smaller quantities and shop more often, which... Is the but I don't know if it's on European the way too. If it's that's the what I'm fact saying. The, food, the yeah. fruits and vegetables, or you know, they don't have maybe some. No, no, that's the, why. Mm. Is what I'm saying is is so. Yeah. If you're planning on being at anchor and not having access to stores, obviously you need to kind of stock up. But at the same time, you need to know that the foods are going to yeah. go bad. And maybe you know, I mean, faster. we don't eat many cans, but we have also some cans. When you know, so that's another option um, if you're going to be away from stores for a period of time. Uh, or maybe there is ways to prepare those into. Yeah, we haven't. We don't do like the whole, you yeah. know, um, I mean, canning yes. thing yet. But yeah, so that's something I think for next year we're going to try to to out. do more on the boat with uh, sprouting. Sprouting, I have done that. Mm. I've done lentil sprouts, and those were great. I ran mm. out of lettuce and greens and stuff, and I'm like, okay, here we go with the lentil sprouts, and that lasted a few days. Yeah, yeah. so we can do that. Uh, I think we've seen on some other boats like. Um, they have like little plants of um of like herbs herbs yeah, yeah. i want to do that too so so there might be certain things mm -hmm. that we can do uh focus on next year yeah for so, sure yeah so um that's the sort of nutrition piece of it uh let's talk about drinking mm-hmm <laughs> so again neither of us really drink uh i don't drink at all and stefan will drink if it's handed to him but yeah only like socially yeah i, I will yeah so it. at home we never bought stuff and on the boat when it's the two of us when it's the two of us we never, we never yeah. we had beer on the boat because we had the week on the boat and then yeah. you would drink a beer with him. And I would and, join him. Yeah. And I think, in, and what we realize when you invite other cruisers, uh, the general idea is bring your own right. drinks. Um, so, I mean, people will bring a bottle of wine and, and to share, or they'll you bring, bring yeah. beers and, you know. And so, yeah. Yes. So everybody can, you know, it's pretty easy. Yeah, and because I don't drink, I, I was sort of feeling like, well, what is this going to be like? Because, you know, the sailing community and the cruising lifestyle, you know, it's, it's um, you, you know, Jimmy Buffett. You, you know, you think of this Jimmy Buffett lifestyle, you know. And um, so far, we haven't experienced too much of yeah. that. It, it's sort of a mix. Like, peop some people 
don't drink. Some people will have a beer and that's it. But we haven't been around, you know. Granted, yeah, this season has been mm-hmm. pretty low turnout overall for like number of boats because of COVID-19, but mm-hmm. also because when we really started, you know, more cruising uh, was also later in the season. So I think if we find ourselves, you know, during the summer next year in Greece uh, with a lot of cruisers and you meet people, it might be a different experience. Yeah. Or we were, where were we anchored where that guy came up to us with a kayak? Any, uh, where were we? Uh, we were in, in one of the uh, Ionian Islands in Sicily and small anchorage. We were the only boat at night, except during the day, there will be some motor boats. Yeah, the so the guy the guy comes up with a kayak, and I mean, he, he had a heat on for sure. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to come over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay you with some pebbles or whatever. Do you have any alcohol on the boat? And we were like, actually, we don't. We don't have any alcohol, sorry. <laughs> and he was looking at us like, like, are you vino, crazy? Vino. Vino, vino. We're yeah, like, no, yeah. sorry, we don't have that. <laughs> yeah, he was clearly uh, drunk. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I think that is a big source, too, of just, you know, staying healthy and moderation and everything like that in general. So there's that. And then let's talk about exercise. We haven't been able to get into sort of a routine. And we've both done, you know, we have the yoga mat and we've done yoga. And that seems to be really good. And uh, you've downloaded YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who again, what are the videos? I think it's like? called Yoga with Adrienne. She with has Adrienne, like, yeah. She has like... 8 million followers yeah. and, and uh, she has many many different kind of yoga videos so yeah, yeah downloaded some of those yeah and and it's definitely if you're cruising on a catamaran it's easier because right. it's flat <laughs> there's it's places to put the mat yeah, yeah. more space um, but yeah we haven't established really a routine I mean it's, it's hard also on land but it's maybe a little easier um, but we well because you're in a standard routine we haven't we've yeah. kind of not been in one but I think yeah we'll figure yeah. that out and and I think the stretching is important too I like there there's an app called Aptive which I like it's an annual um, membership to the app but it's sort of like you can search for anything whether it's stretching or yoga or uh, floor work or they have meditation, they have running, they have weightlifting, they have all kinds of different strength training, they have all kinds of different things. And you can say, I want it between this many minutes and that many minutes, what kind of music you like. And it's sort of like they have all these personal trainers that have recorded these little workouts and you just put your earbuds in and do what they say. So I like that a lot. Um, so and, and even outside of just specific workouts, Moving on a boat, you're going to be more active. Right, for sure. Uh, we used to sit at a desk right. uh, all day long. And now you're moving around and you're always yeah, moving around a boat, lifting, pulling. And, and so it definitely... Um, you're using different muscles that you yeah. have. Like my feet hurt. You know, yeah, I think they're because you're not wearing shoes and you're running up and down yeah. places. So and, that's another advice like, right. at home. Start, don't wear shoes yeah. <laughs> start walking <laughs> barefoot yeah uh, it, I mean it's hard surface on the boat you have steps and and when you're spending the whole day and and then if you're on a passage the boat is moving and and so your all the ankles lower kind of legs 
or you're going to use those muscles which you're not mm-hmm. used to so at first it was uh, quite painful mm-hmm. and after a while you adjust mm-hmm. to it and uh, it's good to bring like a, a bowl and, and uh, be good about a massage massaging ball. Yeah, some for of those your feet or do some, easily, yeah. some strengthening exercise stretching uh, but I think yeah. the stretching is really important I mean now you know you and I aren't like Ironman athletes or anything like that, but we hi- we hike. You know, at home we hiked. We we live generally a healthy lifestyle. Um, I tend to believe that nutrition trumps like an intense workout schedule. <laughs> it's not. It's, 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 <laughs> no, I mean you need to have both, but yeah. you know you can't have one or the other. But. Um, you know, I think it's overall a more active lifestyle. I think you're using muscles you haven't used before. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that and because of even the motion of the ocean, you know, just having good balance and stretching, I think, is really important. Yeah. Um, What's harder, I mean, and you can do like stand-up paddleboard, you swimming. can do some swimming. Uh, what's harder is cardio exercises mm-hmm. because well, swimming's cardio um, and yeah. hiking. We've been hiking. Yeah, but that's not like you know running or like you, you could know. go jogging right here. I, I went jogging the other day. We're at a marina right now, right, right. so that's different. If you're at an anchorage, yeah, yeah, uh, it's a little bit oh, for sure. different. You're yeah. more confined to your boat, and you can swim around. You can, I mean, you can go on land, but. Um, you know, that might not be like a trail. Yeah, for sure. It might be just like a a beach or something. So, yeah, that might be something... It's a little harder. uh, Yeah, more challenging. But But the you you brought your TRX, so you've done that. Uh, Well, we bought one at like... uh, Yeah, yeah, Decathlon. That was like super cheap. And so, yeah, we kind of use these these Mm -hmm. at times. And then when we were on passages, I was doing... And just to keep myself awake, I was doing squats and push-ups mm-hmm. and stretches and other things just at the helm station because and it's amazing how much time you can pass up there <laughs> doing something yeah. like that there's definitely things to do yeah so, so there's ways to do it mm-hmm. yeah so i think there's definitely ways i mean we have a ways to go to get a schedule kind of built in but we haven't really had any kind of consistency until recently so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll give us an out on that one mm-hmm. um and it's good to also meet people and you know like any time for exercising it's good to have buddies and so we started having some friends and and now we went on a hike for example a couple of days Together, ago and we yeah. ended up doing like a 14, 14 or 15 miles. mile hike yeah. <laughs> so it's good yeah and then there are some activities that uh, they do uh, they organized here with like some hit classes and some, some so you can find yeah. stuff like in, in marinas and, and yeah, with other sure. cruisers yeah uh, any other advice or any lessons you've learned sort of on the whole health and nutrition thing in the last few months you want to share before we close? No, I think it's it's just a process. And so there is no um, quick, easy way of doing it. It's just one day at a time. And yeah, no reason to wait uh, to start. And, and the rationale, I mean, there's the science around it. Um, and for me, that was enough to do it. Um, now, it's a question of just minimizing the risk of having this and that diseases. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's more thinking not only just day to day, but it's thinking, you know, hopefully we can continue to cruise for a long time, many years. And it's more about how um, healthy do you want to feel and and be 
uh, While you're to doing. continue being active because it requires, I mean, even if there are some electric winches that makes life a little easier, it definitely is a major change from sitting at a desk yeah. and it's, it remains fairly physical. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've noticed, you know, when we got on the boat, even just, just putting out the fenders, you know, when you have to fender the whole boat and then pulling on the mooring lines when you get into a marina it's a lot of lower back stuff so mm -hmm. yeah i've been trying yeah. to stretch more there so for yeah sure. strengthening stretching right. changing your diets yeah. now slowly to, to to get prepared for for this lifestyle is probably a yeah. good idea and we had a wake-up call right like um just a few weeks ago my mom called me and her husband uh, was having many heart attacks and he went in and it turns out that's what was happening and a day or two later they did a quintuple quintuple bypass. bypass and it's like whoa where did that come from you know so that was a big wake-up call and he had they had changed their diet hmm. because you gave him the book for christmas how not to die which is all about nutrition and yeah, so they made some adjustments interested. yeah because he was interested so. and um and i think and he realized that so people might say, oh, look, so if they made some changes, where did he get, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think the thinking that he has is like, well, thank you for introducing me to these uh, a few years back because that it probably could have been a lot worse. So yeah. my life. And, uh, and in this case, you know, it's not just over the past few years. It's a lifetime right. you know, issue. Like and that's the thing he said is, is there was damage to the arteries, I guess. Mm -hmm. But he had lost weight and he was healthy. So he was also able to go through a surgery like that, mm -hmm. you know, and recover. and recover quickly, you know. So, yeah, but it's just a good reminder like, whoa, okay, yeah, this is... Food is fuel. You know, it, it's nice to for it to taste good and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's really meant to keep your body healthy and keep you well, alive for a long time. Well, fuel and nourishing, right. you know, and what you want is, the, what learn is your body wants to heal itself. And, right. um, and so if you eat uh, certain type of foods every day, it will kind of injure, injure your body a little bit and tries to repair itself. But if you eat something like greasy at lunch and then you, your body tries to repair itself, but by dinner you eat another one, then it's hard. It's Accumulates. like a chronic, you know, yeah. uh, thing. But uh, so, you know, if you, if you just provide more nutrition and then the body will naturally be in a better environment to heal itself. Yeah. Okay, so nutrition lecture over, and I didn't... Well, it's not a lecture, uh, no, we're just sharing our own experience. Exactly. Some people were curious, too, because they heard, I yeah, guess we mentioned, sure. we were yeah. vegan, and so they were curious about... Or no, I just don't want stuff. it to feel like we're trying to... No, I mean, know, we're, we're never like preaching to people, that's not what we do. If people are asked que questions, they're interested, then we explain how we got there and mm -hmm. how we do it. And uh, and after that, it's just you know up to everyone to make their own decisions. I mean, there is no right or wrong. You know, just for you to learn and what's right for you. Yep. So that's it from two vegans on a boat. Yeah. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Oh, 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 o